Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 153 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. My special guest today is in her 20th season on Lynch Street. Wow. As the JSU head volleyball coach, she is a four-time Swag Volleyball Coach of the Year. And she and her team are the newly crowned SWAC Volleyball Champions, our fourth conference title. Coach Rose Washington, welcome to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be on your program. It is a pleasure to have you. You are doing some amazing things. The fans are really becoming excited about what y'all are doing. And so there's a lot to get to, and we definitely will get to it. But whenever we bring on the guests, we like to get to know the guests, the person, hear their background and stories and what led them to Jackson State and where they are now. So if you could just give us the short story, uh, definitely your background in volleyball, uh, sports in general, coaching. And, and obviously, your fans may not know, but you're an alum of Jackson State as well. So just kind of give us the, the short story, the history of Coach Rose Washington. Well, I'm originally from the Virgin Islands, specifically St. Croix of the Virgin Islands, and uh, born and raised, left there, came to Jackson State, like you said, uh, where I pursued my BS and also my master's degree, uh, ended up uh, being having a graduate assistantship uh, opportunity, which started my coaching career, so to speak, and uh, coached there for two years, was quite successful in doing that. Uh, under the under the tutelage of um, uh, Coach Turner, who was uh, gave me the opportunity, uh, he was the assistant basketball coach at the time. Uh, so I took that opportunity, um, and after graduating with my master's degree, got a second opportunity at Southern University uh, in Baton Rouge. Um, stayed there a couple of years. Would have liked to stay longer, but. Back in those days, and we're still struggling with Title IX, and they weren't really ready to, uh, despite my academic uh, uh, accomplishment, pay full-time for uh, a head coach, despite the title. So I had to make a decision, and um, uh, so I had I moved, uh, moved to California uh, and stayed there uh, 18 years um, Coach, but not volleyball, coach mostly basketball, um, got married. My daughter was involved in basketball. So I started her off with basketball and became part of the coaching staff. And um, 
sports have always been my life. As a matter of fact, in my high school uh, yearbook, the, the all well wishes were well wishes in my coaching career, not coaching career, but sporting career, because I've always been a wrong sport. Having played it uh, high, in high school, volleyball, basketball, softball, ran track. And so it's been a part of me forever. And so while in California, um, coached basketball uh, in, in, in recreationally, both uh, male and female, uh, because my daughter was involved. And so continue coaching and being part of sports. And while they own my own business and was successful as actually still exists, but uh, decided to move back to the South. I wanted to come back primarily because of Jackson State. I miss going to the games. I miss the 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 camaraderie and and just the excitement of 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 following the team. Then I, I primarily came back down here because of that and uh, wanted a slower pace in addition to just loving uh, my alma mater. So came back and um, went in corporate America, specifically uh, legal, because that's what the, my business was uh, in California. Uh, until um, actually it was Coach Turner that uh, uh, noticed me to the fact that they were looking for a volleyball coach uh, at Jackson State, looking to do make a change. Um, was hesitant initially because, uh, you know, I've been out the business a while in terms of volleyball, not coaching or not, you know, the whole coaching part of it, but just specifically vo- volleyball. So I was a little hesitant uh, but thank goodness I had a resume re- uh, prepared and and um, just altered it to make it uh, you know adaptable to the to the to the purpose and went up and face to face got the opportunity to get an interview and um, at the time it was uh, the AD was Mr. Coverton and um, Coverson rather and. Um, uh, I just promised him one thing as an alum, I would give all I had to bring this program to where it needed to be and um, had a second interview. And um, the rest you could say is history. Um, we, we, we started off with uh, just a, about five scholarships and um, like probably a lot of the other schools did at the time, but uh, um, my, I, I rest my hat on being able to teach and uh, develop and uh, got kids in all form with, at the time, partial scholarship, academic scholarship, walk on, whatever the case may be. But, uh, you know, uh, put my hat in there in terms of teaching and um, I've maintained this program to this day with being able to say that I've gone to the conf- made the conference tournament for the last 20 years. I've never missed it. Uh, I've been in the top three pretty much uh, every year and um, was blessed and, and privileged to have won Jackson State its first, its very first uh, championship in uh, uh, 2010. And have since then uh, won three more and have won about, uh, I guess, six, seven uh, uh, division uh championship as well and and like you said earlier in the process of uh, four coaches of the year wow and that's pretty much in a nutshell that is, that is awesome uh, great story great you know background and 
you know, tremendous resume. Uh, so happy that it, it everything led you back to, to Jackson State. You are definitely doing big things uh, this season. No different. We definitely want to talk about that. Congratulations are in order. Uh, again, another great season for your program. A perfect season, actually, record-wise, at least with an 11-0 record, earning you an automatic qualifying spot in the NCAA Volleyball Tournament. Now, you've had some great teams over the years, but tell us some things about this particular group that makes it so special. Well, this group is a combination of since my last championship in 2015. It's a combination of that that group, that freshman group that kind of brought us back on path along the way between that period had some some good teams, but not complete teams and had some instance instance where injury kind of slowed us down at the wrong time. Uh, but this group here was able to, we were able to sustain, uh, uh, well, get quality. You know, when I started uh, 20 years ago, uh, volleyball was not as popular. Right. And I'm, I'm going to say not as popular among Afro-Americans. I mean, it was popular in popular, but around Afro-Americans. And so it was, it was difficult uh, to do in my recruiting uh, process to really get the high quality girls, uh, not only to period, uh, but also, you know, Mississippi or Jackson uh, is not an easy place, I must say, for recruiting. It wasn't. And uh, so I had to really sell this, pro sell this, the program, but also sell Mississippi. And uh, once we invite them, however, to visit the campus, it was a done deal. Uh, they were pleasantly surprised. The campus obviously is beautiful. And they were surprised, really, at, and even in these times, uh, of, 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 of Jackson, uh, Mississippi itself. So uh, the myth we had to overcome and um, uh, bring kids in over the years. Uh, but it was a slow process in terms of the quality uh, of scale again. That's why I say I, I put my hat on teaching and developing. But this group, this group started that break between 2015 to to uh, 2017 when they entered uh, that class entered to start on. They're now seniors, and that was the. This is the group which is why I'm so proud that uh, kind of restarted us back on the path to where we wanted to be, which is, and um, was used to, which is winning championship because I won back-to-back -back championship before and for most three years went undefeated in the conference, to be honest with you. And so uh, that break, that break was not where I wanted to be. And so this group is what kind of started, started it back. And over the three, four years added to them and brought me to this point. Wow along wow. with a, a strong freshman class that I brought in last year to join them. And, uh, uh, um, and here we are. And, and that's why I'm so proud, especially and glad that the seniors, even with the spring, is getting the opportunity uh, to play uh, their last year. Awesome. Wow, that's a great job uh, transforming the program, especially from a recruiting standpoint, that, you know, the obstacles and the challenges there. And then the development, I think that's been that's been important and, and again, great job with that because the skill set of this team is on an extremely high level. You all didn't give up any sets in six of the nine SWAC matchups. 
that's pretty remarkable, especially considering how strong the conference has become in volleyball. So can you talk about yes. the mindset that you all carried throughout the season and how you were able to remain so consistent from match to match? Yes, and and, and that's the key word in, in any sport, you know, consistency. Uh, you have a lot of C's when it comes to sports consistency, confidence, you know, uh, communication, uh, chemistry, uh, all those uh, C quote C words are, are relevant, and uh, it definitely was true to form uh, with these young ladies. Uh, you know, you can have good teams, and I've had good teams, but there's a sense of chemistry that that leads you to a championship, and uh, that combination is what uh, what was obvious this season, despite all the other obstacles that the obvious obstacles that being the virus and all that that we us and everyone else have had to uh, deal with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the seeds that you mentioned, that chemistry, it was quite apparent, obviously a highly talented squad, but the, the chemistry was important. And, you know, we saw that all over the court. But talk about the bond that you've seen these young ladies forming off the court, court as well. They seem to be a pretty close-knit group. Yes, they are. And that that's a, always been one of the, the trademark of my team. Uh, uh, they're really close. Uh, um, and it starts from the recruiting process. I involve the entire team in the recruiting process. Sometimes you, you know, you have teams that may pick one or two, but I involve the entire team in the recruiting process in terms of when they come to visit the campus and the whole touring and stuff. So they get to, they get to, and they create bonds before they even get here. Uh, um, sometime without me knowing, uh, but usually the recruits, they have questions and they'll, they'll ask the kids because they've met them. And uh, so it really starts from there. And so when they come in and especially we have the opportunity where we're one of the sport being a fall sport that have the opportunity to come in in the fall prior to school starting. And so they're here together and that also adds to that the opportunity to do um bonding activities and stuff like that and really go to the trenches because that first week is really, I don't want to say hell week, but uh, it's usually, uh, you could describe it as that, uh, getting in shape and getting all the kinks out and, and the, the, the muscles that the thought was in shape, getting all that together. So they go through it together. So all that is part of the process of the beginning of uh, that bonding and chemistry that uh, my team uh, seemed to always uh, possess. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, you know, we, we're talking about all those C's, which you're right. I didn't even realize that, you know, how many C's there were. The chemistry, the communication. Uh, but, but one thing that every championship team needs to have is great leadership, not only at the top uh, with the head coach and the staff, but also amongst the, the players. So can you give us a name or two of someone who has really stepped up for you from a leadership standpoint this season? Uh, you know, um, my captain, uh, Camry Dabney, um, is, 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 has been uh, to the forefront of uh, our, our leadership. She was captain, co-captain, became captain. Uh, so she's been uh, a, a great leader for this team, but also I, uh, in another respect, I, I always tell my my girls, everyone's a leader, mm -hmm. uh, and you lead by example, and uh, and they do in different ways. Uh, but I also have a, a, a tremendous leader uh, when it comes to practice and 
work ethic and and what have you because you know kids have different personalities as you well know we're not all built in the same mold but and, and you have to you have to understand that and realize that but still realize that the goal is set to become one and 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 as a as a coach and probably old fashioned maybe i don't want to say old fashioned but you know, I don't stray away too far from what's what works, um, despite the fact, you know, they say kids are different these days and and they are. But sports is a equalizer and sports is 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 one that you have to learn and you you you, you have to be disciplined and. And those things never change. I don't care if it was 1950 or 60s or 70s or 20s. It, it, some things uh, has to be constant. And I, I'm a strong believer in that. And um, uh, my principle pretty much is I'm going to be firm, but I'm going to be fair. Mm. Um, uh, and firm is, is something that I hang my head on and, 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 and being an equalizer. Uh, but one of the young ladies that really uh, that really – exemplify um, not only a student athlete because all my girls are very strong academically as well, but under, un, I practice and at all the time is Marina, uh, Marina Brito. She's my one Brazilian that I have on the team. And um, I don't know, practice and playing is like the same thing to her. And, and to me, if you could get all of them to be like that, I tell you, sports will be take a whole different form in terms of competitiveness. But, uh, you know, uh, so you have different kind of leaders. And those two, I will definitely point out uh, are leaders of this team in their in their own way. Mm-hmm. Well, kudos to, to those two and you know the whole team, because obviously you said that's something that you're trying to instill in all of them. Uh, so great job with that. I love it when you say firm but fair. And I, I think I've heard some of your players echo that on social media or in interviews as well. So the consistency that we talked about earlier seems to be starting with you and the staff and trickling down to the players. So I can un- I can see why you have been so successful. And, you know, despite the success that uh, you all did have your fair share of obstacles this season, you already mentioned it. Uh, the, the elephant in the room, the the COVID nineteen, the you know playing during a pandemic, unprecedented as I like to say. But what were some of the challenges of maneuvering through and around COVID nineteen for you guys? Well, you know, first I have to give utmost credit to our athletic director. Uh, he was wise in his decision to bring us back, bring us in early. When I say in, I'm talking about all the athletes. And because we knew that, and I'm sure his foresight was kids are coming from everywhere and there were, there really were no avoiding. You said the elephant in the room, the virus, there was no avoiding it. Uh, you tried it, but you didn't know whether you had it or not. And, and, and that was just part of the deal. So of course you're bringing in all the athletes and, and possibly uh, the general uh, bo- uh, student body they were bound to have an uh, instance of, of, of uh, breakouts. And, and we were no exception, uh, but he brought us, unlike other schools in, in the conference that's speaking with the coaches, uh, they, they waited probably till school started specifically, or, 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 or a couple might have come back early, but the players didn't come back until school started. But he brought us in earlier, uh, which was, we, we had that right to do. It was just an option. And because he did, uh, the, all the 
the breakouts, which my team had as well, people will know, but my team had it as well. But they had it in the part to the point where you could call it the uh, uh, herd immunity because it happened all at once. He got over it. We were still in, we had not started our schedule. And so that was the end of that. And then the few of us, including myself, who, who were blessed not to have it, Oh, got it. They're not knocking on wood with that. Um, uh, um, you know, we tested uh, three times a week and went through the protocol that was what that we needed to go through to to uh, to continue the season. And uh, that's how we were able to to sustain this 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 uh, uh, this pandemic uh, with his with him doing that and um, and getting it out the way, so to speak. Not totally, but for the for the large portion of uh, the students that uh, that either brought it with them or got it here, whatever the case may be, uh, even despite the awesome job that the university as a whole did in terms of uh, preparedness with the social distancing and the sanitizing, making all the facilities adaptable to what was necessary for us to function in the, in the time, uh, uh, it that things happen and uh, but we were able to sustain it all the sports were able to sustain it uh because if you if you look back anytime there was a cancellation it pretty wasn't because of Jackson State it was because of the other schools and so uh that that that's why uh it is his 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 leadership and his in, intuitive thought process into uh bringing us back early is the reason for that wow yeah, definitely agree. And the, the pandemic, it caused your season from the, or your 2020 season to be moved over to the spring. So it's something new. Right. How different is that? You know, it was different. But I, again, I was just glad we were able to play, you know, again, for the reason I mentioned, the, the seniors, you know, I was glad we were able to play. Plus, I mean, you can only practice and practice, but being able to compete against others is is where you can really get the true value of, of where your, your, your program is and where your, your, the, your girls are. So I was glad we, we were able to play and compete. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And another challenge that, you know, we, we're talking about the challenges that you faced. Another one was uh, the winter storm in central Mississippi. So how did that affect the team? Uh, we went through it just like anyone else um, again, but uh, you know, uh, our administration uh, was able to uh, at times put the girls in hotels uh, and, and um, you know, so that we weren't faced with the, we still practice and we still had to go through the, the in-betweens, but there are times there periodically we were placed in hotels to try to balance it out. Uh, even myself was part of that process. So, but you know, you, you, there are worse things. And so, I tell everyone I prefer no water than no, than no electricity. So we were able to manage, uh, you know, the donation of waters and just everyone just helping each other and the whole community getting together. We worked through it. And, and it's like they say, too, that too have passed. Mm, absolutely. And uh, Coach, one thing that I've, I've noticed a lot lately is just all over social media, seeing not only your volleyball team, but, but all of the Jackson State sports. And I think our athletics department really does a great job of marketing and promoting each of the athletics programs on social media. I, I think they're easily one of the best graphic and design and social media departments in, and not only in the conference, but I'd even say in the country. 
So how do you think that branding and visibility helps with recruiting, especially in an age where the high school and college students are heavy in the social media? I mean, it's awesome. Uh, and again, our administration is have brought in a staff, uh, very capable staff that has 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 put us out there. And uh, I mean, we we we've always been a brand. I mean, it's it's not like we haven't been a brand. We've always been a brand. Jackson State have always been one of the team, if not the best team in the conference. And I might be saying that for obvious reasons and uh, being an alum, but also as a coach, um, we, we're, we're one of the top. And so other people may not have known because like you said, may not have gotten the exposure, the complete exposure necessary for all the sport to understand that it's that all of us, all the coaches, all the programs are being very successful now, but has been very successful from the from the very beginning and continuing. But now we're getting that exposure, and it's been it's a wonderful thing. I mean, this is the time we live in, so it's nice to know that we're able to jump in there and and everyone. We have alumni from all over the the United States and the world, and and they're now getting the opportunity to just really just click <laughs> click a button of uh, and and see what's going on with 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 their with their school. And so it's wonderful. And obviously it helps with recruiting. You know, uh, as you can see from my roster, I recruit from everywhere. I, I you know, I, I try to get, get the best that I can get. So uh, and so having that exposure is it is very helpful, even in, in recruiting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And speaking of that exposure, it's going to continue because next up for you guys is the NCAA volleyball tournament. I know these are some exciting times, and I saw you all had gathered for that tournament tournament selection show. What was the atmosphere yes. like? Was the team excited, nervous? What were the emotions? Uh, mixed, mixed. Uh, you know, we, I mean, we understand how this process go. We we're we're still we're gonna get fitted against the, uh, a tough team, and and that's part of the. When you're when you're selected, all the teams are tough. You have to consider yourself tough too. Uh, we're just thank we're just blessed to be there. Thanks for the opportunity. We're gonna go out there and 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 play our game and see what happens. Uh, uh, the format was a little different. Usually, we go up against one of the top uh, one or two. Uh, you know, because our conference, although getting strong, it still needs to get stronger. But we're definitely in a, in a, in a positive path because a lot of kids are coming to now learning about the the the, the this com the conference and the competitive nature of it. And you're seeing, like you said, all the schools from top to bottom uh, are very competitive. All the sports, but volleyball as well. And now you're even adding two more powerhouse in terms of FAMU and, and Bethune-Cookman. And so uh, our conference is going to be awesome, you know, in general. So, but we understand what the NCA is about. And uh, uh, it was, it took a slightly different format this year in terms of giving the first uh, uh, 16 uh, teams um, a buy. And then, uh, you know, starting from there in terms of matchup. Uh, Western Kentucky is a strong program, always have been a strong program. And so they were the 16th, or the 17th 
so we're, we're going up against a strong program, uh, but we welcome the challenge. Uh, we, that's have always been my motto and the motto of my program is we accept the challenge. And uh, having been to the NCA three times before, uh, I, I, I uh, know what it's all about. Uh, we're preparing our kids mentally and physically for it, but I have a group of kids that's going to play volleyball. Mm. And the one equalizer is that is the net. Uh, once the ball crosses the net, you decide what happens and uh, they're going to try to stop us and we're going to try to stop them. And, and, you know, uh, and, and that's where it starts and that's where it ends. And, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, we know in like in any other sport, you know, size is always going to be a difference, but there's still some things that we can do uh, to help the process. And and we're going to go out there and do our best to play the game we play and, and execute and, and see what happens. Absolutely. Great points behind you all 100 percent as you take on Western Kentucky. That matchup is Wednesday, April 14th at 930 Central on ESPN. So like we said, more exposure. Uh, that'll be in Omaha, Nebraska. So we look forward to that. Uh, before we let you go, Coach, can you let us know about your coaching staff or, and or support system from the tra from training staff or equipment staff or really anyone who's vital to your program's success? And I was not going to leave unless I mentioned I have an awesome, awesome assistant, uh, Marcus Hereford. Um, uh, he is my right hand and left. And of course, in, uh, in any success, you always have to have great help. And he's definitely been that uh, uh, along the way. He was with me, to be honest with you, doing my first championship mm -hmm. at the time. He's also an alum. At the time, you, 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 he was considered a, quote, uh, student coach. Mm -hmm. And uh, turned, you know, well full circle in his coaching in high school and stuff, coming from Texas. And I was privileged to have, to, to have him accept the uh the the position when i asked him to to return to be uh my second assistant uh in, in this in this term when my first assistant got a full a full-time coaching job mm -hmm. uh so awesome uh per person but also the staff my staff is is the staff for everyone you know from the athletic director to this to the compliance to the academic uh uh uh, counselors to the equipment managers to the trainers all have been vital all are awesome uh in in contributing to the success of my program and actually the athletic department and uh, i am so uh, privileged and happy to be a part of what's going on right now like i said i've been here 20 years so i've seen a lot of going and coming and um uh, i'm just glad to be in this position right now in this particular time with this particular group and uh from top to bottom uh even with the president and um and 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 it's a lot of things going on at jackson state and I'm just glad to be a small part of it. <laughs> a big part of it. Uh, excited to have you, especially, you know, for so long, all these years, uh, you know, true Tiger. So definitely special to see you leading the program and all the success that you're experiencing. Safe travels. Obviously, you all are traveling to Omaha, Nebraska. Like I said, we'll be behind you. Uh, and, and after that tournament, definitely would love to have you come back on the show and tell us about that experience as well. 
Yep, and, and that will be in short order because after this short t- this season, the season, our regular season, start in August. So it's yeah. a quick turnaround, but uh, looking forward to it. And, and anytime, we'd love the opportunity. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks again, and uh, be safe, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you very much for having me. And that'll do it for episode 153 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag the I love. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.